everybody loves or hates a big block of units. Why? Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Berger, Mark Novak, episode 577. Big blocks. Are they problematic? Um, Mark and I will talk about this morning. We, the reason is we get a lot of buyers sometimes when we refer a unit, a unit to them, like, nah, it's a big block. So, and we, you hear that quite a lot. So, what's wrong with big blocks? Mark and I will dive into it. Um, Mark, what do you think the big concern is? Is it one of those things that people just think it's like think it's a problem, but they really don't know why they don't like it? They've just heard someone say, oh, don't buy in a big block, and then that's just stayed in their head. So whatever they see, 80 units, 50, or even Northern Beach is a big box, probably 40 units up, 35 units up. So for the point of today, let's just refer 35 to whatever, 100, 200 is probably a big – oh, maybe – no, probably 70. What do you reckon? What do you reckon a big block is? I reckon a big block's, yeah, 70. Over 50? Over yeah. 50? I reckon a small block would be under 16? Yes. Under 10? Under 10s are uh, less than 8, so a real small block, and then the medium for the rest. Yeah. But you know what I reckon it is, Bird? I reckon it's actually um, – I reckon it's, it's, a, it's a heritage thing or it's a how you grew up thing. Um, for instance, from someone that's been brought up in an Asian, like in an Asian city, you know, they have no qualms at all. They will never say anything. But for someone who's been brought up in a country town, they really struggle with that concept of a big block. So I think inherently most people are brought up you know, if you looked at, say, 50% of the population or maybe even 70% of the population were brought up in a house-type environment rather than a unit-type environment. So I think it's sort of – it's a bit counterintuitive to what you really want. I think – I so, yeah, that's a good point. And it gets me thinking, like, let's say, like, the a lot of Italians here – Basically, the Italian mentality and a lot of sort of the ethnic mentality yeah. is buy land, exactly. you own it. So this, I think it actually stems from decision-making because I, I know a lot of time when they say buy a house over a unit because and then they say, because if you need to make a decision, it's only you. And then when let's say they are buying a unit, they're like, we want to buy it in a small block. So if there's less of us that have to make a decision, we can agree. So when you see a block of 100, that that type of buyer mindset is like 100 people will never make a decision. I'm not looking at it. So I, I think now I'm taking a, a, a good long think of a lot of, especially very um, successful Italian clients, Greek clients, and that's a common thing. Like when they say freestanding, they're like, because if you need to do something, you can just do it. And they perceive a block of eight if you need to do something like paint or anything, the landscaping, you've only got seven other people to deal with, but on the bigger block, you have a lot. So 
I think a lot of the prejudice stems from that mindset. If something goes wrong, you want to just be able to fix it and not have a, a bloody 100 people debate over it. Um, I think that's one, a very strong mentality of why um, they would not choose a bigger block. Now I think of it, wouldn't you? like More, more, you, you more controllable. Like, yeah, it's more about the control, influence is a reason why I think people don't like a big block because instead of being one in eight, one in 10, one in 20, you're one in 100. Um, so if you see things your way, doesn't that, you can't ask Yeah, and I, and I think I think also by association, people feel like it's more expensive or it's less quality. Um, I, you know, I think people, when they when they think of a bigger block, they think, oh, it's got gyms, it's got pools, uh, you know, I'm paying for what I don't use. It's really expensive to maintain. My strata levies will be higher. Is that true? No, not really. Like, I've seen blocks, I've seen unit an eight, like a unit block of eight have higher strata than a building in a hundred with a spa, with a pool, with gym. So I don't, so if we take it back to the first thing, control, I think some people, it is, I can see where that's coming from. So it could be yay and nay. Then you look at the first thing was heritage, heritage, heritage was the first one. Second one was control. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then you're looking at the cost. Is it more expensive? And I'm trying to, th I reckon it's very similar. I don't, don't get me, there are some blocks, but it's like anything. We've seen small blocks with insane rates. We've seen big blocks with insane rates and small, small. So I think the answer is no that they're not more expensive it's very rare i think it comes down to common spaces and co common areas the actual sizes of them so if yep. it's a big block with a vast amount of lawns common areas uh lifts um then yeah you know it can be more but if it's a small block with big amount of common areas um it could be equally as more so it's yeah don't think that's quite 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 right with um, yeah, and it's like with, yeah with medium and smaller blocks, there's cheap ones and expensive ones for that reason. Same with big ones. So yeah. I think on yeah. a, if we took an, yeah, so this, so yes. Okay. What else? I, another, another issue, maintenance, the cost, maintenance. Are big blocks, are big blocks prob problematic? Um, do you know what? I, I reckon sometimes uh, the big blocks are, are built better. Yep. To be honest, what's Luke saying? Good morning, Luke. Strata buildings need to raise money. Is this where the issue? See that. So that's also comes to when we talk about control. Um, if there is an issue, you need to raise a hundred grand. When you've got to deal with a hundred different people, everyone's in different financial situations. It can be pretty hard to find out um, if you need to raise money. That's why you see unit blocks do it a year or two in advance, little increase in rates. But if you're in a block of six, you can go, hey, everyone need to put in 10, 20 grand, fix this. Is everyone good? Yes, they can be in the same financial issues, but you've got less people to deal with. So it's, but you know, when we're talking about the cost mark, the benefit, the benefit people could make to make it cheaper by not having a strata manager, maybe doing it a bit yourself. Um, no one does it in smaller blocks. 
because there are ways you could really cut the cost down for for your general strata. Is if you um like you if you had a block of, a block of eight, and you knew everyone everyone um were de- had decent money behind them, you could actually have no strata, no strata manager, no self manage, and self manage it. And instead of paying a thousand a quarter, you're you're not paying anything. So the benefits that ha- have potential with small blocks, no one actually does. So therefore, you may as well open it up. And yeah, you're right. If you think of someone who builds a block of eight compared to someone who the quality of builder compared to someone who builds a hundred, like the person who builds a hundred is generally a phenomenal builder. They've been doing it a long time. Um, there's more legal recourse on on the on the builder as well. I think there's a lot of um, there's a hell of a lot of responsibility in trades and probably a lot that goes into it. But guys and girls, something that you should not forget, and this is the big myth with big with big blocks, is the money doesn't get burnt or buried. Um, the money does not get burnt or buried. It gets attributed to something significant in the building and everything's accounted for. The great thing about strata is money doesn't get buried or burnt. It is all accounted for. So when someone says I'm going to self-manage, they're only saving a small fraction, maybe a 3% or a 5 6 or 6% of their cost. Everything else goes towards, and what people don't realise, a lot of the older buildings are paying for your water usage. It's included in your strata levy. Um, only the buildings in the last probably five years have started putting separate water meters for every unit. So when you consider you're paying your water usage, um, when you consider you're paying your building insurance, it, you know, much like a house, you're paying two, three grand a year, while well, a body corporate's going to be dividing that up. Uh, between a bigger building um, and and I think when it comes down to are strata levies higher in bigger blocks the answer is no is the quality any lower in bigger blocks in general the answer is no um, livability burge is probably less because you're in a bit more of a like you know when you go into a car park or a foyer there's bodies everywhere so livability is probably a bit nicer in a smaller block but accessibility is probably better in a larger block i.e. you got a lift you got wheelchair yeah. access. Yeah. If you're an elderly, it may work better for you. That's true. And then what you're saying with um, sometimes with the bigger blocks, um, Brett said here, example is the deep clean. They're cleaned in common areas due to COVID. Like some big blocks, the cost would have shot up if you had heaps of areas. Yeah. Yeah, they all had to put sanitizers in. But you know what? It, it, I, again, I think if you looked at your home, um, and you looked at those cleaning costs, whether you're doing it yourself or whether you're buying the sanitizer to bring home and install it, you never sort of point at anyone for that. You just point at yourself because it's your home and it's your cost. So I think if you looked at the costs that a typical home attributed to what Brett's referred to, um, I don't reckon you'd be that far off. Now, I think um, a big... Uh why people steer away from big blocks. Yeah, renters pay... Yeah. Sorry, Luke brought up a good one. Renters pay zero for water. That's a really good point in in, uh, in Strata. Um, a lot of big blocks sometimes have commercial property. A lot of people instantly think it's a mixed-use building. Now, Mark, what's your view on a, a unit block with commercial? Uh, what should people watch out for if there's anything? What are some pros and cons? Because I know there is a prejudice with big blocks, big blocks with commercial. What's that founded on? 
oh, you can have a commercial suite that's a brothel. Yeah. And you can have a commercial street, a suite that is a real estate agency. You can have a commercial suite that is a 7-Eleven store 20, running 24 hours a day or from 7 to 11. Um, the, you, you are at risk of, uh, of getting a great tenant or, or a hardcore tenant on the building. Yeah. But I think a lot of them, like if you own a unit above a 7-Eleven or a few, there's realistically there's only a couple units that would be impacted by noise, um, which would be the direct above. But a lot of others would actually love the benefit of it. Like I've had it where people hate it and then you put a phenomenal tenant in there, like uh, a good cafe, and they're like, this cafe, is the yeah. best thing in the world. I think these days, yeah. Mark, how unit blocks are built, how exhaust fans are, are through the building, a lot of the, yeah. I reckon a lot of the pushback came from, well, if it's going to be a restaurant that fries and oil, it smells, it stinks, the bin area sucks, like a lot of that. Chicken shops. Yeah, a lot of that was people the pushback that these days how clean clean restaurants are the waste removal the great the exhaust fans are done in a way that it, it minimizes the smell and even the exhaust technology range hoods are so designed so well these days it does minimize it so i think the actual and you didn't get fined you didn't get fined years ago burge for um a lot of a lot of waste issues EPA were not, it wasn't, uh, it what you couldn't get fined that much, but you get spanked, it's absolutely spanked these days. Yeah, so I, I think that's a big one. And I think people just need to uh, do a bit of a deep dive on, because sometimes people see shops and they're like, oh, no, I don't want a, a KFC going there, but a KFC may not be able to go there. Like I've had people say stuff like, oh, I don't, I don't want a chicken shop or Indian or Chinese restaurant, whatever restaurant there, and then I go to them, it's not a proof of food. You can't do that. Oh, okay, I'll have a look at the building. So a lot of the time people just aren't aware of what can be done. They just think, well, oh, okay. and then yeah. and then you can say to them, let's say it was a KFC went in there, your unit's at the other side of the building. Do you eat KFC? And they're like, yeah, you go, well, you can enjoy it without having any of the risk. So I think unit location is big. Um, Does it add to your strata levies having commercial in your big unit block? No, if anything, it probably reduces it because there's no commercial. A lot of time can reduce your common area because they may use as outdoor seating, and then they're responsible for it. Um, they, I'm just trying to think. The lift's already there, like. Uh, uh, no, I don't see. If anything, it may do less um, or the same or no difference, probably a better word, because if you had an extra five shops and an extra five apartments, I don't think one or the other is known to be really increasing your rates because of it. Sometimes maybe with commercial insurances, Mark, actually, I take that back. Um, insurance in the building may be different if you have retail, uh, food, stuff like that. Um but also, what else? There was something else I want to add. They can have different stratas within the one building. So sometimes a lot of owners like, I don't have to deal with all the commercial stuff and, or have it discussed in our meetings. You, that Some buildings are separating them. So they're like two buildings in one. 
the commercial owners, commercial tenants deal with their own stuff and residential deal with their own stuff because, um, yeah. Meriton DY is a good example of that where they've, they've, um, they run a separate strata scheme, Stratum. They run a separate strata scheme for Woolies and all the shops and those car parks and uh, as opposed to the strata scheme for the residential units. Yeah. Luke said, watch and out for late... Well, this goes what Luke said, late night restaurants. Like, how good... I, uh, I just... I'd love for our culture to be a bit more after. You know, like, you go to Melbourne or Europe, you can get coffee at 9, nine o'clock, dinners go to a 10 midnight. It'd be so cool if we sort of had more of that um, in a lot of properties, like just extended the nightlife live music yeah sydney goes to sleep early sydney goes to sleep early for sure it's like if you i think that's a wrap yeah like dinner past nine is like late like oh (laughs) yeah it's nuts in sydney it's so congested between 6 30 to to 8 30 uh to go out for a dinner no one really wants to venture to 10 30 or start at 5 30 it's funny yeah all right thanks everyone Everyone, that's the that's the scoop on big blocks from our exposure as real estate agents. Love ya, see ya. Thank you, Mr. Virgio.